Hi, this is Lilith Dragonfly, also known as the Frizzy Little Witch, and welcome back to another episode of the Frizzy Little Podcast. I'm your lovely host, Lilith Dragonfly. So I wanted to bring up the next topic that was voted on, which was my personal life or how I became pagan. And just before I start, just another disclaimer, if you hear anything crazy, it's my neighbors upstairs. Unfortunately, I cannot turn them into frogs (laughs) because they help pay the rent. (laughs) But in all reality, I'm like, they seem to be having fun outside, so that's okay. (laughs) so just to get back on track I'm gonna just bring you into my world of how I became who I am and if I had to think about it I wouldn't even change it in any way but enough about that let's get started so growing up I was always fascinated with witchy Halloweeny gothic stuff I was always like the black sheep of the family. I would run towards like black clothing. I would be so amazed with like fairies and dragons and just magic all together. Like I wanted to go so bad to one of those magic shows like Chris Angel and whatnot. I just wanted to go to one of those when I was younger. I just thought they were so awesome. Even growing up, my favorite movies were like witchy-ish. So I like The Craft. I love Hocus Pocus. And I used to watch a lot of cartoons. And whenever there was a magical character, I was just so mind blown. And just having that was, I guess, the catalyst. (laughs) Or if not that, it was weird because growing up, I was able to sense some weird things and by weird things I mean like spirits as crazy as it is every house that we moved into had some sort of life and I feel like that goes for anyone wherever you live it's always so interesting that went on for a few years well it still goes on now even so I've learned to control it a lot more because at first I used to just be weirded out and it's not like everybody does the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, can you see that? And it's like, no. And it's like, oh, I better shut up. <laughs> uh, so for about, I think, seven to ten years, I grew up kind of nomadic. My family, we moved from like house to house, town to town, city to city, whatever you want to call Like, just moved all across the state. And it almost got to a point where we were starting to move across the country, but thank goodness it didn't get that bad. I don't know what my mom was running from or whatever the case was, but we were going. But in a way that kind of put me in a non-traditional Christian home. Like my mom, we were under a Baptist, Christian Baptist, I guess Southern Baptist. I don't remember the specifics, but we were under that kind of lifestyle but or at least my mom claimed to be and it just didn't work for me and my mom was focused on other things so we didn't really touch on it we barely went to church and when we did I it kind of went over my head because I wasn't really focused usually at the end of each like what was it called crap 
I guess after every sermon or session, we would they would just give the kids candy. So I would literally just play the quiet game until I got the candy, and it'd be a huge box of candy. Like I would get huge bags of like Snickers, Jolly Ranchers, bubble gum, and it was just so. I think that was the only reason or incentive I would go. Even on Halloween, I was kind of bummed because I wanted one year to go trick or treating, and my mom let my aunt take me to church, and I was like. Eh, well, at least I got this big old box. <laughs> and, yeah, it wasn't really much of a structure religious-wise growing up for me. So it kind of let me sit with my magical world, in a way. I was still able to look at witchy stuff and act like I was, like, the Wicked Witch of the West or whatever was going on in my mind. <laughs> and the fact that my mom's favorite movie was The Wizard of Oz, so we would watch that over and over again, and I got to see the Good Witch and the Bad Witch in a silly way. But over time, I felt like there was just something off about me. Like, I would be so fascinated with these things, like watching a movie. And once the movie's over, it's just like I wanted more of it. I wanted to see it every day. I wanted to be it every day. And it, in a weird way, not in a weird way, but it started to eat at me slowly and I didn't know what to do. So eventually I turned to religion. I kept religion hopping as we were moving. So I looked into Christianity, I looked into Islam, and I got stuck in Buddhism for a while, which was interesting because in high school I started reading up on it and taking up certain things that I learned or changing my principles because I was I agreed to some of the things, but my family didn't take it well at the time. I would get into fights. I would be disciplined like I would it just didn't make sense to me at the point where if I was happy with research or learning, for some strange reason, my family discouraged it very aggressively. And that kind of fed into my curiosity more as to why anything outside of anyone's comfort zone wasn't okay. So I would keep looking at different things, and the more I did the more my family tried to force me back into the Christian household, which was sudden because it's, it didn't become apparent until we got settled in a town. And it kind of put me in shock because after all these years, 10 years, a decade of not having a structured religion, religious household, and then suddenly someone putting the books down on me saying this isn't right you're doing it wrong come back let's fix you it, excuse me. <laughs> it kind of made me revolt and rebel in a way and as we were getting settled in this town I realized that I just felt alone after a while. I didn't know what to do. I kind of got depressed. I felt alone because there was no one that had that same moxie for the magical and spiritual and fantasy world like I did. No one even was artistic around my area. So I would sit there with my creativity 
and I kind of just locked myself away. And when I got to high school, that was a really chaotic turn for me because my family started to full steer ahead into Christianity and I was just not taking it well. It got really stressful. I got uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do, honestly. And I started to rebel even more, so I had a lot more fights and arguments and whatnot in the house because my family just didn't understand that I just didn't get it. How we just flipped. But I was happy in high school because when I first started, I think my freshman year into my sophomore year, but starting from freshman, I went to lunch and I saw a group of people sitting together and it they stood out to me because two of three of the girls were dressed very gothic-esque and I wasn't used to it in the town I lived in so far where it was just everyone just dressed pretty it was like kind of carbon copy in a way where everyone dressed alike so to see these three girls and this boy dressed in all black but the girls the three of the girls were very gothic-y with the earrings that kind of like chained they had the fishnet and the lace gloves and the black painted nails deep red or deep black lipstick and a heavy eyeliner I was just like huh <laughs> you guys stand out and you're attracting me so I guess I'll sit next to you guys and talk more and I noticed one of them had a pentacle on their necklace I was just like, oh, well, in my town, for some reason, everyone associates that with, like, pure evil. And I was just like, eh, that's the thing I keep seeing in, like, witch movies. And I kind of linked up with them. So I found out they were actually witches, and I was, like, so happy. And they had a little mini coven in the school, well, between the four people. And I was like, I really want to get into it. Can I, like, join you guys? And they were like, you have to kind of read the introduction to the coven before we initiate you and I was just cheesing I was so ecstatic to like find this out so I read it it was a composition marble book I read it front to back with such energy like I was just high on energy when I found these people I felt like I found my second family in a way so I would just read the book and then I, I think they would quiz me because I don't think it was as intensive since we're in high school they're not gonna do all the extra stuff and half of the kids had strict curfews in the group <laughs> so it's not like they're gonna do the whole initiation outside and everything and we're in high school and <laughs> the town I was I was in an inner city school so that's not gonna happen too <laughs> easily outside without someone raising an eyebrow or calling the cops <laughs> so in that time, I got initiated, they quizzed me, I got okay, I got a good grade, and I was like, hey, high five, and I'm in. So they had me read the Coven's Book of Shadows. So I would study the Book of Shadows, and we would talk on it, and they were like, you would give your input, and blah, 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 blah. And they had a coven diary or something like that where you would vent off certain things that you wanted to work on in the coven or something you wanted to help. Whoop. <laughs> well, someone's angry outside, and I hope it didn't pick up in the mic, because that'd be kind of weird. 
Anyway, so... We would study and talk to each other and I actually felt more at home. And... It felt good to be in a little coven. It wasn't like as extensive as everyone else's or the ones I kept seeing online or in movies where they had like these magnum opus outfits where it's like the huge flowing capes and the small the fog machines going crazy <laughs> but it was just enough for me to feel like I was at home and I knew half the stuff I saw in the movies were fake by this point so I'm like eh, I'll take what I can get <laughs> and I got kind of bummed when I found out they were seniors so they were graduating when I became a sophomore, but I tried to stay in touch with them as much as possible, but I didn't even have a cell phone at the time because reasons, <laughs> I don't remember, but it was just crazy reasons. And at that point, I just felt like I had a taste of blood and I wanted more. Like it was just, I finally know what it is that I was missing and I couldn't stop that itch of getting more. So, I would find books on it in the library, I would read in the shadows, and by shadows I would hide in the library and just read them so no one would judge me. I would sit there for hours, I would check out some of the books and like lock my door and like read them in the corner of my room. And I remember finding... It was the Wiccan's Beginner's Guide. I don't remember. I just know it was like a blue and black book. I think there was a forest on the cover, but correct me if I'm wrong. If I knew the name of it, I just would, I would probably quote it. But they had a page where you would initiate yourself to the gods and goddess, saying you were like pagan or whatever, Wiccan. And you were ready to like work with them or at least be alongside them so I read the page and it was kind of like I wish I can animate it or act it out if I do have like a, a biographic movie of myself it just I did everything minus the lights minus the salt circle minus all the fancy stuff I just read it out loud and I'm like yeah and nothing happened and I was like well that I tried and I did this over summer break when I would read the book and try to do certain things in the book and nothing would happen. <laughs> and I just got kind of bummed after that. But this is before I was like, you need, you actually need the ingredients or tools. So at first I was like, eh, I'll just read the book and I can just put my feelings into it. But depending on what it is, it's not going to work. <laughs> so in that time, I felt like I was becoming more and more like myself or like my dream self that I always wanted to be. I always imagined myself being like this really poised, gothic kind of witchy woman where like if I walk past you, you can feel the cold air like go through the room. I wanted to be like intimidating yet powerful but sensual, kind of like... <laughs> trying to think we're Tisha but like I'm losing the other name oh god now I have to google it because this is gonna bother me but I want it to be 
just that beautiful stoic like a unicorn or like a black stallion something like that just majestic as hell Elvira I wanted to be something like that where it was just like just beautiful and that's what I considered beautiful growing up I was like I want to be like that <laughs> and then I got into or became curious with divination because growing up my father passed away at a young age like I had to be two or one years old just barely be able to walk and I was so fixed at the time like hating the fact that like everyone talked about him but I didn't know him so I started trying to do divination and knowing what I know now you should not try to do it <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing but this was me being desperate at the time but yeah <laughs> that was a thing so as going back to my school I kind of stopped after the coven graduated like I said before it was I was really bummed about it I didn't have anyone to like share my happiness or my sorrows or my curiosity with so I just kind of sat there with myself and didn't do anything I tried to do some spells on my own and it didn't work obviously because I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> and I just got depressed <laughs> Because I felt alone again and it was just like I felt like my family kind of left me so my family family my biological family we moved one more time which wasn't that bad we were in the same town but it was just very taxing on me mentally I got tired of moving and at that point I just got depressed I ignored every sign from like the universe and I just kind of sat there I was just letting depression consume me at the time and once I got into college I kind of got back into it I was like I'm gonna try since I'm going to college it's a new me I can try to find people if I look for them that didn't really work too well but I felt more independent or more willing to do it on my own and I think about sophomore year in college I bumped into a friend that was practicing it and she considered herself a light worker at the time I don't know what she considers herself now and she was like, it's good to be a light worker because you get all this good stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I've never heard of light and dark work. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there listening to her and I'm fascinated. I'm re-energized about it. I feel like I'm in love again with it. I feel like it came back to me. And I just wanted to get back into it. And I remember, as silly as it is, I kind of just let her show me the ropes and usually knowing how I am I don't like people guiding me because I don't get the full lesson I feel like someone's holding my hand throughout the whole thing but there's a cute story because I remember when I bought my first pendulum it was an amethyst and 
it was from the store few towns were mine and I bought it and walking out of the store I think we walked a block or two away and I found ten dollars on the floor in singles and I was like well I guess you're thanking me for jumping back in <laughs> I love you and I felt so happy about that I was like yeah this is what it, it's calling back to me but before even all that when she first before the pendulum even there was a weird shift in my life where I would feel things pulled from me and then pushed into my life so it was a horrible thing I had breakups I had deaths I just couldn't deal with it I kept losing and getting a job back and forth I just couldn't I started to just get depressed and break down again and I didn't know what to do and it was weird because when I tried to ask for help people were like just stay strong and pray and I'm like I didn't pray and then when I would talk to some of my friends who were either baby witches or just what is the word I guess they were still new to it they were like just just do something and I'm like do what spell wise I don't know what to do I'm kind of helpless my energy's out of whack things are getting pulled from me I'm getting spun around and life is just laughing at me in my face and I remember my friend who talked me into getting the pendulum she told me that she started doing candle work and she took a pink candle and she put the intent and made a I guess love spell in a way to bring back one of her lovers which worked and I was like oh that's really cool I'm gonna give it a shot but it wasn't for love and I didn't know what I was gonna do it for but I was still seeing my life like spiral out of control so I was still depressed and I didn't know what to do so I took one of my mom's what is it called the saint candles it didn't have a saint on it but it was one of those really tall glass candles and it was a blue one my mom had it for her decor and I got really 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 desperate I didn't know what to do at this point so I'm staring at the candle and my friends like just put intent into it and I'm hearing what she said to do in the back of my head besides intent I'm like what the hell am I supposed to do I'm staring at a blue candle like I'm stupid and I just remember envisioning my whole life falling around me again like just listing off everything in my head that was falling away from me that it felt like I was falling down a cliff and everything I gripped onto just snapped and I just kept continuing the fall everything that was supposed to break my fall kept going it just gave way and I just felt myself going deeper and deeper and deeper to a pit and I just collapsed and started crying in front of this candle <laughs> and I'm just like oh my god I don't know what to do this is like pissing me off I hate everything I hate everyone I, I don't want to die but I'm just getting freaking sick of it I'm getting sick of everyone and 
after a while I just didn't know what to do so crying there I remember saying that if this stuff really works prove me wrong because I'm doubting myself I'm doubting everything I've been researching I feel like I just been walking blindly into this weird world prove me wrong if this is supposed to be where I want it to or where I need to be you better show me a miracle or else I'm out and I'm gonna be Christian <laughs> I'm gonna do something I'm just desperate prove me wrong and show me a miracle and I lit that candle and I just sat there and cried the rest of the day the next day though was a shocker because I got a call from the library in the town I lived and they said they wanted me to do an art seminar because they remembered that I went to an art school in the area and they were like hey you wanna talk to the kids in the area that are interested in art we'll pay you to talk at the seminar and I was like oh, well shit <laughs> excuse me <laughs> but it was just fascinating to just have that immediately like it felt like crying for help and someone hurt you and it made me so relieved to just know that I wasn't just doing this just to do it it didn't feel like a waste of time I felt more loved and willing to do it now at this point so I go to the seminar to talk to the kids about art and in the same day I got a job offering and I took it and it was to do art also but it was just fascinating how in the split second I talked to I was just in front of the kids talking I'm scared out my mind because this is before I started doing public speaking so I'm scared having the kids ask me random questions and just saying they looked up to me randomly and I'm like you just met me I'm not even known <laughs> and at that moment afterwards someone came up to me after the seminar and was like how would you like to work for me I'll pay you you can teach kids and you can do art and I was like holy crap hell yeah <laughs> and I did it and at that moment it was just kind of like that whole we got you fam kind of moment <laughs> and I couldn't do anything but cry tears of joy when I got home I just sat there and I praised and I thanked like the universe and the Lord and the lady everything in between I was just so happy to like have that moment where I felt like someone was there for me and then from then on I studied I went to local events I did the pagan fair last year in New York City and I also did the Witches Fest in New York City and I've been meeting up even with pagans and witches in my area I've been getting to know more people and I'm taking more pride in myself for wearing my pentacle because at first I was ashamed I was like I'm in a predominantly Christian area I hate it this is stupid and I got mocked for it after a while where people were like oh you should just come back to Jesus you don't know what you're talking about and I'm like I felt almost alone in that religion not to say that like screw the religion but I, that's my experience I felt alone because of my surroundings 
I felt alienated when I was in it and I felt alienated outside of it and it was just over time learning how to be my genuine self I took more pride in wearing my pentacle I took pride in saying that I was pagan and it kind of ate at me at one point where I came out to my friends as pagan and some of them said I was misguided and some of them even said if you don't come back to the light or whatever they said specifically but they were like if you don't come back to being a Christian we're not going to talk to you and they haven't spoken to me since because at first I was like I'll think about it don't force me but then they were just like well you have to think about it today and I was like well no I'm happy with what I'm doing now I have more control of my life I feel more confident in myself I don't feel like I have to work for someone's happiness or approval I just feel more like myself and being pagan I felt happier just knowing that I don't have to appease or I'm not a tool to the Lord and the Lady I'm not a tool to the universe I'm not a tool to anyone I can work with them I can give offerings as a thanks but I'm not a tool and that's what I felt like most of the time outside of everything I studied I just felt like I was put on this earth just to be used as a tool and I couldn't fathom that but outside of everything I feel like if someone gave me the option to redo everything and to go back and choose another lifestyle I wouldn't I've met so many different people it's made me more empathetic and sympathetic I'm more I am more charitable to people now because I understand that people come from different lives people come from different struggles we're not all the same person and that's what makes life beautiful and it's just it's hard to understand that and people who don't think outside of that they think that it's the wrong answer but at the end of the day I'm happy and I can't change it <laughs> and I won't change it because it's made me a better person and even now the fact that I've pushed myself to be more of a business person an entrepreneur I've been selling my artwork I've been going to do tarot readings I'm interested in doing Tantra and Reiki because I feel more in tune to helping others and helping myself at the same time I want to be a better version of myself and I want to give back I feel like if you're on if you're alive put it to some use put your life to use influence people touch people not physically because that's kind of creepy but I mean if you're doing it in a okay way but <laughs> but at the same time just take the time to be in the world and that's it <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my little spiel poured my heart out to you guys and I haven't really told anyone the whole story 
So that's a first and an exclusive. <laughs> um, I guess just an announcement. I'm trying to do these once a month, predominantly in the beginning. I said predominantly <laughs> mostly in the beginning of the month so if there's any events nearby my area I'll give a shout out or if there's some meetup I'm planning to do in the area I'll let you know but right now there is one event I will be per um, attending which is the sixth annual annual witches festival and Pagan Street Fair, which is hosted by Raven Starhawk, and Saturday, July 15th at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's a four-day event from set Friday to Sunday, but I don't know why the Facebook page only put this, but it's from July 14th to the 16th. The mission's free except for the classes. The classes are different priced. You would have to check on the Facebook page. And it's at the Astor Place in New York City between Astor Place and Lafayette Street. It's a little strip of a little walkway. So you have a block or so of all the pagan fun stuff and witchy stuff. And it will be from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday. I don't have the dates on there because as weird as it is, the page was designed weird. So if you want, it's called the 6th Annual Witches Fest. USA a pagan street fair if you type it in Facebook I will be attending so that'd be awesome and you get to be with family if you attend and if you see me I'll probably post a picture on Instagram and that'd be cool <laughs> and my Instagram is frizzy little witch so that'd be a little easy to find me also if you have any questions recommendations or comments anything you want me to put on the podcast you can contact me at frizzylittlewitch at gmail.com that's frizzylittlewitch at gmail.com i love you and stay witchy bye Mwah.